Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sane, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best lives every day. everybody and welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast where we shine a light on innovators, brands, and the culture. Be inspired because we always remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I am your host, founder of BAS Media and the creator of Brunch and Slay. So welcome back. This episode is a What I'm Thinking episode, brought to you by yours truly, Amir Sane, and produced by S1G1 Productions. So y'all, we're getting fancy. We got a production company over here. We're growing. We're thriving. <laughs> and by production company, I mean, you know, my husband finally put a name to what he's been doing because he's been doing a whole lot. But yay! Kudos to you, boo. All right, so today I want to talk about mommyhood because I don't talk about that a lot. Y'all hear me say a word here or there about my little love bug, Denver, who is a true version. I feel like she is what I would be, what I would have been if I was only child. <laughs> so just imagine, picture it, January 2015. That was my golden girl. Shout out. Okay, Sophia, y'all listen to Golden Girls. I know we got a lot of folks who are Generation Z who listen. So y'all, I know y'all probably still look at Golden Girls, even if it's your old auntie who watch it, which that's some lessons. That was Sex in the City when, before Sex in the City. There would be no Sex in the City without Golden Girls. Let's, let's go on and give B. Arthur and Blanche Devereaux, which Rue, what was Rue's last name? I don't know. But I'm all over the place, as usual. But anyway, my little Denver Micah is everything in a bag of chips. She literally, y'all, let me, let, me, let me tell y'all some backstory. I was one of those people who honestly never wanted to be a mom. That was not on my list. I wanted to be married. I've been planning my wedding since I was like five. I would have my mom buy me those bribe magazines, those big, thick ones at the grocery store. I would beg for one. Like once a year, she would say yes. And I would look at it, and I would plan my wedding, and all these things. And I think that was just because it was the biggest event I could think of. But I realized then I was a planner. Who knew? But I've always wanted to be married. I always wanted to be committed, all that good stuff. But I definitely was not fishing to be somebody's mama. And that's probably because I got uh, two sisters and three brothers. And it's a lot of work. And kids are expensive. When growing up with a house full of siblings, you know that. And you are always told what you cannot do because uh, the money is not there, at least in the house I grew up in, but not in a bad way because we had fun. That's the one thing I think my daughter misses is like, my sisters are my best friends. Seriously. Like I don't have to, even if we don't talk every day, we just pick up like wherever we go, we have fun. It's just built in inside language. It's built in inside jokes. It's everything. So that's the one thing my daughter probably, I wish she did have not, not from me though, because I'm not having any more kids. <laughs> but she has her cousins and that's all good. Like her and my nephew are pretty cool. My youngest nephew, I have three, but um, they're, they're closer in age. So they, they really like brother and sister. They go at it, my brother's kids. But yeah, so I didn't want kids. Uh, life is like, it, it'll 
throw something in your face when you say that's not what you want. So that's what it did to me. My husband and I had been married eight years and we were like, okay, you know, maybe we do want this. And of course, as soon as we tried, I got a kid and that's the story and I'm sticking to it. So <laughs> God blessed me with this little nugget. And in my head, I was like, okay, I'm gonna have a boy. Then I can just leave him with his dad a lot and I can go on about my business and I'll be able to be that cool mom and boys love their mom. So I'll be all good. And then that's not what happened. Uh, they called us and said, hey, it's a girl. And we were like, oh, okay, what am I going to do with that? Uh, love on it. And so I got my mind right. It didn't take long. And I literally was like, God, I want a healthy baby. And I want a baby with personality because I don't know what I'm going to do with a kid who I have to give pep talks. If they're super shy, how do I deal with that? Like, how does that work? Because I'm just so over the top, right? How does that work? And I literally pray for that, y'all. And boy, does God answer prayers. Let me tell you something. Denver Micah is personality tornado. She does not meet strangers everywhere we go. And I mean, everywhere we go, it is, hi there, what's your name? I'm Denver. Oh, is that your baby? Is that your brother? Is that your sister? Is that your cousin? Is that your grandma? Whoever it is, she has no problem. I don't care if it's the grocery store. If she sees you, makes eye contact with you in the parking lot, I got to stop because she got to say hello. And that's just who she is. And I love it. I never squelch it. I let her be her as long as she doesn't ask inappropriate questions. And she's four now. So we're in that stage of constantly saying things that make me look like the worst parent ever. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to talk about mommyhood because there's a lot of things that I think we don't talk about. So this may be a mommy moment. I hate to even go name and stuff, but literally nobody tells you about how your kids will embarrass you by repeating things that you say like uh, my daughter goes to a christian school and she says shit at school y'all mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah after she went to chapel and prayed god please don't help me not to say potty words she said it out loud number one so she was laying the foundation she already knew she was going to do this this is what i believe i believe she knew she was going to say shit that's what i believe and so she said a prayer in front of everybody that that was her prayer for the day and then she leaves and says oh shit so yeah uh-huh imagine that phone call y'all uh-huh yeah that's the life i'm living out here <laughs> so that's uh one of those moments and i decided let's talk about discipline like how do y'all discipline your kids when they have those kind of moments for me some of the words she says I don't discipline in that moment because i do believe she's still four and she's just exploring and she doesn't really know what they mean perfect example we're watching Blackish, a show that my husband and I really enjoy. And, and they're pretty family friendly. So I thought it was quite all right for her to it'll be playing in the background while we were uh, doing some house maintenance, just kind of having a, a cool, lazy day a couple of weeks ago. And we're catching up on Blackish. And uh, me and my daughter at the time were laying on the couch and we're cuddling. And Rainbow says she's talking about being at work. And now she's the bitch at work. And she's like, now I'm the bitch. And here's Denver Mom, are you the bitch? And I just kind of ignore her thinking that, I don't know what I was thinking, hoping that she, if I ignored her, she just would not ask again. And she says, hey, mom, I asked you a question. <laughs> and I say, huh? She says, are you the bitch? I said, oh, no, honey. And that's a grown up word. You know, uh, don't say that again. Oh, okay. Sorry. And that was it. And I thought, well, that was easy. All right. But uh, note to self, don't watch that in front of her again. Not yet. But Am I the only person who deals with these type of moments? Like, I cannot be because all of us, let me say this too. If y'all don't have kids, do not stop listening because I'm going to tell y'all everything that 
I thought before I had a kid because I just knew it because I didn't have kids. And now I know it's a hot mess and people probably were rolling eyes at me for decades. I'm sure they were. Uh, one, I thought um, it would be a lot more easy to just drop your kid off with somebody. I used to tell my friends that all the time. <laughs> when we were in our early 20s and my friends who had kids and I wanted to go out and they'd be like, man, oh, I don't have a sitter. Uh, I can't go out again because I went. I'm like, oh, that's what grandparents are for. Drop her off. Okay, I get it now. That's just not, it's not smiled upon, like having other people truly raise your kids. That's just like, no. And you want to be around your kids. Like when you want, like you want to be around them. They're fun. They teach you things. Um, they make you laugh. They make you see life in a different way. Like looking through life at, through their lens, you literally realize, remember a lot of moments you forgot as your innocence was taken and you grew up. And I say taken, meaning you grew out of your childlike mindset, not someone robbed you of it, but you forget a lot of the innocence and the thought, like her even asking me, are you the bitch? Because my daughter is enamored with brunch and sleigh, y'all. Let me say this. She has asked me to have a brunch and sleigh for kids. She keeps saying it. When are we going to brunch and sleigh with other kids, mom? She's like literally lives for brunch and sleigh. Anytime she sees my timeline, are those your brunch and sleigh friends, mom? Oh, they're so pretty, mom. Or who's that lady? Does she brunch and sleigh? Like she is obsessed. So, and I never really even talked about it to her. Like I'm not that mom feeding into it. She just literally would hear conversations my husband and I would have, or she would see me. So now she requests photo shoots. Every time we get dressed up, are we having a photo shoot today, mom? Um, I, I want a photo shoot for Brunch and Slay, mom. Can I be on Brunch and Slay? So I got to figure out a way to get this baby on Brunch and Slay because she is living for it. She is the number one fan, okay? But literally looking at things from their eyes and remembering through her eyes, I can remember how much I admired my mom when I was a little girl and how everything she did was gospel, right? If my mom wore lipstick a certain way, that was the only way to do it. If my mom said the moon was a square and not a circle, that was a moon was a square and not a circle. Like you believe your parents and you worship them as a kid. And so you got to be mindful about what you let them intake and what comes in. And, and, and you can't control some things too, because now she goes to a different school and she's saying things that she's hearing from other kids that I don't like. And I realized then that you can't be saying things like, Mm, how they raising that kid they need to teach her better they need man please all you can do as a parent is lay that foundation and and and, and show them because your actions speak so much louder than your words as a parent they don't care anything about what you say it's what you do it's what you do is what you do and never saw that until i was up close and personal with a little person living in my house every day mimicking me perfect example I'm in carpool, ready to drop little Denver Micah off. And she's telling me she's getting married and telling me all about her wedding and what her little, her little groom is going to wear. And it's a little boy in her class that day. Most of the time she's marrying Jesus. And this time she was marrying this guy and he was going to wear a tabo and have black pants and a white shirt. And I said, oh, can I come to your wedding? And she says, no. I said, why not? Oh, because you have to go to the airport. You're going to have to work. Y'all, my whole world, like feelings hurt like I used to hear people saying how their kids make them cry or hurt their feelings and I'm like how can a kid hurt your feeling you know that kid and I was like damn my baby thinks I'm a, I wouldn't be at her wedding and I got all my feelings in it then real life was like girl she doesn't even realize the monumentalness of a wedding she doesn't understand what she said she was just telling you that uh she needs some more time and that at the time I was that particular month I had been on like three business trips so I had been home been gone quite a bit it was just a crazy time at work 
So I felt a little shitty and uh, I bounced back quickly. And then I talked it through and just said, oh, well, why don't you get married where mommy's doing work? Oh, that would be fun. And that was it. <laughs> so uh, just looking at it from their eyes and what they see. And even like now she likes to play this game called you be Denver, I be mommy. And I like to let her do it because that's how I can see what she's thinking about what I'm saying because literally she'll tell me what she's going to spank me for or what I go to timeout for or uh, like she says something about go wash your hands and I said okay and I and I pretend I come back and I say let me here's I wash my hands she said let me smell them <laughs> or let me touch them and let me smell them and I thought wow Mira okay so that's something I must be saying a lot and I do have to because she's no kid likes to take a bath that I know or likes to wash their hands until they're in the tub. Like they like to play in the water, but they don't want to bathe. So those little things I notice or what she'll tell me, she'll give me a spanking for. And that's how I kind of, I use that as my test if I'm taking stuff too far. And one thing I've learned too is just because that's what my mom did or my grandmother did doesn't mean it's something I have to do. And that's not a knock against their parenting skills at all because I'm here and they did a damn good job. My parents did raise me. Uh, it's just because these are different times. Like my mom didn't have to raise me with YouTube and tablets and phones and all these different things. So I have to kind of think about different punishments and do I spank her for that? Because that doesn't really work on my kid. I'm gonna tell you the truth. Spanking doesn't work on her. She don't care. She don't want to be hit. Don't get me wrong. She don't want to spank it, but it doesn't phase her. All she does is roll her eyes, give me the worst attitude. She doesn't really cry. It's more like, are you seriously uh, going to give me a pow pow for that? Like really mom? So, but what tablet time hurts her feelings, timed out is like death to her because she has to be quiet. Oh my gosh. Like I could give her time out and her whole day is changed. Seriously. So learning that you have to be specific to the child really changed a lot for me. That was a lesson I learned. And then also I learned that it's okay to, to give your child what you want. And I say, I use the word spoil loosely because you can't spoil a kid. You can never give a kid too much love. And I realize that now because you only, they only, we're all in the kids for a very short part of our journey here on earth. Um, very short. And so why not pour as much love and attention into a child and to, cause there is going to come a point soon where she doesn't even want to be around me. She's not going to, I'm not going to be cool enough, you know, to give hugs in public or give kisses. And why not when she wants to sit in my lap letter, why not give her kisses and cuddle when she wants to cuddle because it's fleeting. And so that has taught me a lot about life. Like enjoy those moments when you can be present in those moments. I literally was doing something and she goes and get her computer and said, I'm going to work too. And I thought, Okay. And on Friday nights, we do movie night. You know, we, a lot of times me, her, and my husband, or just me and her, we do popcorn and we do a movie, a different movie every Friday night. And I had the tablet near me and I don't even know why I was just sitting on the couch and she was like, mom, no screen time. No, no, it's movie time. No screen time doing movie time. Okay. Okay, mom. And I thought, oh, have I been picking up my phone? Have I been mindlessly scrolling uh, the internet or my feed? Oh my gosh. Wow. Thanks, babe. And once she told me that, that was all she had to do was tell me once. So kids can teach you so many lessons. So I encourage you, if you don't have children, pick up your nieces and nephews a little more often or godchildren, pick them up and do not just the outing, but maybe just hang out, maybe take them to Target, maybe just listen and do it once a month. 
you know, it, I think it's something that that's a good lesson. It's just good learning that comes from these kids, man. She she makes me play more. She'll ask me to play. I'll stop what I'm doing and give her that five minutes. It doesn't take long. She gets bored quickly, so it's not like it's gonna take my whole day. Um, and, and trying to do things that she likes. So I try to plan out. It's like yesterday, y'all, I took this little girl to Kids Bop, which if you don't know what Kids Bop is, it's basically everything you hear on the pop stations uh, with kids singing it. So it's a radio-friendly version. That's all we listen to when she's in the car. And if I'm not listening to an appropriate book that she can hear, or I'm not, you know, we listen to Kids Bop a lot, okay? So I decided we were gonna have a mommy and me day. We went and got our nails done. We had lunch together. We, uh, she, you know, she went to the pool and went swim lessons. And we just had a whole day all about her. And then we went to Kids Bob, y'all. And it was so much fun because I got to see the excitement on her face and she couldn't understand why she couldn't go down and why she couldn't go say hi to them. Cause she wanted to get on the stage and say hi. And our seats were not on the front row. So I could not get her close enough. So I tried to sneak my baby <laughs> down to the front. They, they told us no and pushed us back. But I did try, you know, anything for my boo. But she wanted to meet Kids Bob. And she was really upset that she couldn't meet them and say hi. And she didn't understand why, y'all. But we had the best time. And I let her get sugar, snow cones, and cotton candy. And everything she asked for, we pretty much had if the line wasn't too long. And it was pretty awesome. And it was her first concert. And I got to share that moment with her. And it was amazing. And it was, I literally had to tell myself, like, I would catch myself just being, like, super stern and sometimes. And I'm like, why are you being so stern? And I think it was because it's this picture in my mind of what parenting's supposed to be. And I was like, but you don't even want to do that. You don't even like being that mean. Like, you don't want to do that. So why are you doing it? So I stopped. And I've been being better since. So y'all, this mommyhood thing is pretty cool. I really do love it. I never thought I would love being a mom, like until I decided to have a kid. I figured I'd better love it, you know? But it's so much more than what I thought it would be. Uh, so yeah, thank y'all. Thank y'all for listening to me and my mommy moment. And I hope you're having an amazing week. And until next time, this is Brunch and Slay.